Hello and welcome back to the Jacob Steinke Show. This is Season 2, Episode 2. It has been a long time since I've done one of these. I've been working on my What the Buck podcast, all about the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. I actually just finished up an episode uh, about the Memphis Grizzly game. So go ahead, check that one out. Find that What the Buck Facebook page uh, or on Anchor and Spotify is where you can currently find that podcast. Uh, also been working on my Sibling Saturday podcast with my oldest sister, Sabrina. That has also been a ton, a ton of fun. Um, you know, so go check that one out. Obviously, Sibling Saturday uh, is the name. Uh, you can find that also on Spotify uh, or Anchor. And I have the Sibling Saturday Facebook page up as well. Um you know, it's like I said, it's been a long time. July 23rd, 2021 was the last time I posted an episode of the Jacob Steinke Show. Um, a lot, a lot of things have changed in my life. Um, even just before then, uh, I just took a huge break from podcasting. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's just how it, how it, how it went. I uh, haven't done one of these. Been working on, like I said, working on my other ones. So, uh, sorry about that. Obviously, I know, uh, you know, I had a decent-ish uh, amount of at least estimated audience uh, on Anchor, and I've pretty much lost all that uh, here in the recent few months. Uh, but hopefully, going to build it back up and, and do some do some episodes here. Uh, more episodes here. I am uh, all by myself here today. Uh, I would like to start getting some guests on here. I'm uh, going to try and bring uh, my friend Brad back uh, and pretty much anybody who, who would like to be on the podcast with me. We can talk about anything. Um, and, you know, you can reach me. Obviously, anyone who does listen to this probably knows me personally. Would love to have you come on and, and talk about anything. Uh, or just give me topics and I'll, and I'll run through them. Um, you can also just reach the podcast at uh, the Jacob Steinke Show at gmail.com. Um, love to hear what you guys want to hear. Uh, I can mention you if you'd like uh, and just talk about, you know, anything. I'll go into anything. Um, you know, I'll do my research first, um, as I feel anyone should who decides to talk about any type of topic. Uh, and if I decide uh, that a topic maybe not be for me, uh, maybe not be the best person to talk about said topic, uh, I'll still mention it and just kind of say, hey, that's not for me. Uh, but uh, this episode is going to be pretty serious. Uh, got a lot of things I want to talk about uh, and just get, I guess, necessarily get out of my head. Um, today is a very tough day for me and for my family. Um, 12 years ago on this day, um, I lost my dad. So, you know, I, I, it gets, it seems to get easier every year. Whereas, you know, if I'm at work, you know, I can kind of keep my mind off of it. Um, 
Love seeing the posts on his tribute page. Uh, absolute love it. Uh, just to see the impact he had on so many people. You know, and even if I don't know some of you or, you know, know some of these people, uh, it's just heartwarming to see how many people were impacted by him. Now, obviously, with it being 12 years ago, I was pretty young. Uh, I was 12, about to be 13. Um, So, I mean, I was a young kid. And I don't remember a ton of things about my dad. Um, And, of course, you know, I would love to say, you know, if I could bring him back, I would. Uh, I think anyone who loses anybody... Uh, would say that, but at the same point, I mean, it made me who I am today. I think it helped me realize, you know, that life is going to throw you curveballs. Loss is unfortunately an inevitability. Um, As dark as that may sound, I think the best thing that that maybe showed me is literally to enjoy any moment with anyone that you care about, you know, enjoy every moment and just see, just be there with them, you know, um, you know, take that time. If, you know, someone comes to you with a problem and you may even find it annoying or small or whatever, just be there and listen because one day they're not going to be there and you're going to say, wow, and I completely shut that person out when he was he or she was trying to talk to me about this or, or anything like that. So I think, you know, it taught me to deal with loss in a very extreme way, obviously, being that young and with it being my dad. Uh, it taught me, you know, something I maybe not have learned in, in, in the same way or in the right way, I guess. I, I don't think there's a right way to, to learn to deal with loss, but I think I maybe was sheltered from it a little bit. Um, you know, I think that I think I grew up a little faster, at least mentally, in, in my own mind, um, after that and because of that. Um, I'd love to see, you know, where obviously he would be at today and and who what kind of relationship I would have with him because I think, you know, I wasn't extremely close with him. I think, you know, obviously my parents weren't together anymore. Um, So, you know, I didn't see him that often. I didn't get to spend that much one-on-one time with him, Um, which obviously, you know, I I think about uh, often that I, you know, obviously regret not spending that one-on-one time that, you know, I could have, um, but uh, I think now, especially, uh, when I go back and I look, I think, and just the stories I hear about him of stuff that maybe I don't remember, I think me and him would be very close right now. I really do. I think we have a lot of similar interests that we would have shared. Um, and I think, you know, with me being so young and, you know, for the most part, it was always me and my sisters or just me and my sister, Samantha, always going there. We, you know, we always went there together and I'm a huge routine guy. And on my, on the sibling Saturday podcast, um, we just did episode three. Uh, we talked about anxiety and how I, 
you know, opened up about dealing with social anxiety and um, just, you know, just the anxieties that I dealt with. And I think, you know, I was, I'm always a big routine guy. So like, I don't, I don't like things, especially big things changing. So towards the end, it was when, you know, you get to the point where, okay, now it's going to be time for, for me to go by myself. And that scared me a little bit. Not that I was scared of my dad. I, I had a, you know, a good relationship with my dad. I wasn't afraid of him. Nothing like that. I just, it seemed strange to me not to go with my sister, Samantha. It just seemed strange. Um, but I can fully recall the one night that I did spend one-on-one time with him. And that memory is a extremely happy memory that I can literally w- recall completely what we did that day. I mean, you know, he was, he stayed at a hotel close, you know, closest to home, uh, to my mom's house, obviously is, is what I mean by home. Um, and we got Rocky's pizza, which was his favorite, uh, which honestly, as far as pizza goes is my favorite. It is amazing. Um, but, uh, we got Rocky's pizza, super slices, uh, with the pepperoni and sausage on there. Um, we watched the NBA playoffs, which he wasn't a big basketball guy. Um, but he watched the NBA playoffs with me. It was back when LeBron was on the Cavs in the Eastern conference finals playing Orlando when they had Dwight Howard. Um, which just saying that blows my mind because of how long ago that seems now. And, you know, it's just such a happy memory. So, you know, I try, I think one of the things I try to do, and I think it obviously takes time to get to that point. So I'm not saying like when you lose somebody, it, it's, it's, it should be automatic. This is how you should see it. But I'm saying try and get to the point where you can think of the memories, you can talk about the memories, even with people, and you're no longer getting extremely upset about it. It no longer saddens you. Uh, I think the thing we do too often as, you know, as people, what we do is when we lose somebody, uh, all of a sudden the memory of them becomes just complete sadness in us. And I think that's unfortunate because the person who's gone wouldn't want you to be like that. You know what I mean? You should be able to look back and, you know, look back on these happy memories, these, you know, whatever the case may be. And it can be the smallest thing. I, You know, the story I just told, it's one of the smallest things. But I remember it so vividly. Um, You know, and, you know, I can still remember the nights of him, you know, drumming out in the garage, you know, to different songs or drumming out in the house, you know, depending on where he was living at the time. Um. I still remember all of that, you know, his band. I I can remember all that. I can recall, you know, bits and pieces of it, but, you know, it used to, you know, I would immediately tear up. I'd immediately get sad. You know, I'd start feeling kind of depressed about it. And now I'm happy to say I've gotten to the point where I can remember him. I can talk about him uh, and not get sad and almost feel a sense of of happiness um you know 
the the thought of like I said wanting them back or you know missing them never goes away but it sh- you should try to get to this point because it is awesome it really is I think you know if more people can do it and I get it everybody's going to grieve in their own way everyone's going to process in their own way and this it took me a long time to get to this point a long time you know I spoke with a therapist about it, you know, and I've talked about it and it took years. You know, it doesn't happen overnight, but I think the more you do it and the more you continue to do it, the more you open up about it. Um, I think the weight of the loss slowly you know, inches off your shoulders and you start to feel better about it. And you start to be able to look back, you know, look back through pictures and remember it, you know, without it really, really affecting, you know, your mood in a way that is is negative. Because you you don't want to have to always feel down when you're thinking about someone that you love. You know, when they're here and you think about them and they pop into your head... Obviously, yeah, you can just give them a phone call, give them a text, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it doesn't sadden you like, oh, man, like I don't talk to that person anymore uh, or anything like that. Like you don't necessarily get that upset. And I think you can get to that point even with dealing with someone that you lost. Um, I think, like I said, it takes years. Uh, for some people, it might not take that long, but... I think, you know, obviously at first it you're going to be sad. It's it's literally impossible, um, regardless on who it is, from a parent to a grandparent to an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, a you know brother, sister, nephew, niece, you know whoever it may be. Um, at first, it's going to be extremely sad. That's a person who was there, played a big part in your life, and is now not there. So, you know, that's that's hard. But I think what what people end up doing is be, they they avoid the hard things. They avoid them, and and the reason I can I can say that is because that's what I did. You know, I avoided them. You know, you think if you don't talk about it, and you just kind of let it be. You know. Once once you get to a certain point, you just kind of let it be, and you're like, okay, if I don't think about it, and I don't talk about it, I'm good. But you're not, because that's always in there. And at some point, someone's going to bring it up, or something's going to remind you of it. And I remember it used to be able to affect an entire day, maybe even an entire week for me, where... You know, it could just be today where this is the day that, you know, he was, he's gone. And I used to, I mean, I used to either maybe not go to school that day or not go to work that day because I was just so out of it because obviously it would remind me of it and I, it was just so hard to get through the day. Uh, now, I would say, you know, it's obviously still on my mind. Of course, I obviously still miss him and wish he was here, Um, but I can still go through my day, think back of 
the great moments that you know I can remember or even just that I've heard. Uh, I just uh, I got a great gift this year uh, from my sister Sabrina. Uh, it's a DVD that was made from our home videos. And that was the first time, you know, so I had watched it for the first time in who knows how long because, you know, not many people have a VHS nowadays, so it's kind of hard to to watch those. Um, but I remember watching it and, at, you know, at one point, I you know, I hear my, my dad's voice. And I... For a second, I got a little sad, but then, it, it, you know, I started to really think, and I'm like, wow, like, these are things I can't remember because I was so little. You know, I'm two, you know, one, two, three, you know, I'm a baby in most of these. Um, but that's one thing that really took me back in a minute, for a minute, because I was like, to be honest, like, I could remember his face because you obviously have pictures, and you can remember these memories with them. But I feel like the voice is like one of the first things that kind of just leaves your your mind or your memory. You can't recall, you know, what they sounded like. I mean, that's something you don't really think about, I think, as people. I don't think, you know, if I'm sitting here and I'm doing the podcast with uh, Sabrina or, you know, I'm having a conversation with my mom or my aunt or, or pretty much anybody in my life, I would say I don't. You know, I don't think about what they sound like. You know, I'm not sitting there uh, really paying attention to their voice and their mannerisms and all that kind of stuff that much. Uh, there's definitely things you pick up on and you notice, you know, certain mannerisms that certain people have. Um, you know, maybe certain words that are used a lot and consistently in people's vocabulary and stuff like that. But you don't really memorize someone's voice. So I think when they're gone, it may not happen right away, but eventually you just kind of forget that. Then to hear it, you know, when you go back, watch a video or anything like that, and you hear the laugh or the, the voice, it is like it's powerful in a way where you just you don't know how to react to it. You know, I wouldn't say I necessarily got sad but it definitely just, like I said, it took me back for a minute where I was just like, wow, like, I straight up did not remember what he sounded like. And I mean, it's been 12 years. That's a long time. I mean, you think about all the things that have happened in tw- in the last 12 years. Um, it, it's It's a lot, you know, and I'm glad that I've gotten to this point where I am perfectly okay with having conversations about it talking about it being able to you know I used to have a hard time you know if I met someone new whether it be like at work co-worker anything like that you know obviously they ask questions and they you know they're just trying to get to know you uh, and they would ask you know oh you know do you you know live with your mom you know are you close with your parents all that kind of stuff and I always felt extremely awkward to say that my dad passed away. Uh, mainly because you obviously, then you get that kind of look from people and they go, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. And all that kind of stuff. Um, but I've gotten past that as well. I think, you know, it's it's part of who made me me. It's part of why I am exactly where I am. 
and I wouldn't necessarily want to change where I am right now. Like I said, if I could bring him back, 100%. I think no, I don't think there's anybody out there right now that has lost a loved one that would say, no, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to bring him back. That's, that's just how, you know, it happens. I, you, you would, but unfortunately loss is a part of life. B is going to happen at some point. You're going to lose people close to you and it's, it's just going to happen. So I think, a, I think so. I'm about to be a parent. I'm about to have my first kid. I'm super, super excited about it. Uh, I've always, you know, wanted wanted that. And I think I, I can't remember where I saw it. I know I saw it online, maybe YouTube videos or or whatever. And I can't remember who said it, but somebody said that one of your jobs as a parent is to prepare your kids for when you're no longer there. And he goes on to say, I don't, you know, I don't mean, you know, when he's no longer living with you or you're in a retirement home or anything like that. I mean, when you're actually not there, you know, you've passed away. I think you have to prepare your kids for that. And that's a hard thing to even think about. You know, and obviously you're not going to go up to your four or five, six year old and say, hey, listen, one day I'm going to be dead and I'm not going to be here for you. Uh, You know, I don't think that's what he's saying. I think what he's saying is make sure they become self-sustainable. Make sure they learn how to deal with the tough things, especially something as hard as losing a parent, which is something you can't really explain until you've gone through it. You know, and unfortunately, I'm sitting here about to be 25 in a couple of weeks and have already been through that pain. I think, you know, everybody deals with it in different ways. That's something me and my friend Brad have really has had really connected with uh, when we first met. Uh, He lost his dad at a very similar time. Um, And I think that's something we kind of bonded over. A little bit, and I think we've maybe have even talked about it on this podcast uh, in very, very earlier episodes when I first started it. Um, I think, you know, like I said, it's something you can't explain until you go through it. So, to you know, to someone who hasn't, they, you know, I always get kind of the same responses, like, "Oh, wow, like that's tough," and and they don't, they really just don't know what to say. Which is, you know, and I just say the same thing almost every time I say the same thing. You know, it's it's been a very long time. Obviously, it, you know, it, it gets easier, but it's still hard. But, you know, it's just part of what made me me. You know, and I actually had one person say that that was a, a terrible way to look at it. And I couldn't believe that someone even had the nerve to say that to me. But, um to get back to, to what I was saying about, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to move on. And I think some people think it is, if that, if that makes any sense at all. I think, 
you know, people think if they move on, they're forgetting them. Moving on is not forgetting somebody. Moving on is getting on with your life because I'm going to tell you right now to anyone who listens to this podcast who I know personally, whether you be family or close friend or anything like that, if for some reason I was gone, I wouldn't want you to be sad all the time about it. I just wouldn't. You know, I'd want you to eventually move on with your life. You're not forgetting me. You're not forgetting the person that you just lost or that you lost however many years ago. You're not forgetting them. But what you're doing is you're living your life the way you should. And honestly, that's what I think any loved one would want for their loved ones. I I wouldn't want, you know, my death or any death to be such a burden on somebody because I know what that feels like. I I allowed it for too long to be a burden on me. And, you know, I no longer do that. You know, I would I would love to sit down and have conversations with people about it because I think it's something so important to talk about regardless on who it is. You know, and I think like I said, everybody deals with it in their in their own way. And I think, you know, you can look at it from both, I think, me and my two sisters are in a very different place um, as far as where we are in our respective uh, feelings or, you know, where we are on the, you know, grieving chart or whatever, you know, you want to say. I think we're all in different places right now, um, which, of course, we are. We all had different relationships, different memories, um, different traumas in which we deal with things in a very different way. Um, I think that's something that I don't know necessarily is that unique, but I think is very unique. Um, you know, with me and my two sisters, I think we are, when it comes to dealing with certain things, we are completely different. We have our similarities as all family members will, but I think we all get there in very different ways, especially when it comes to this. Um, Something that, again, I used to be very, like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want anybody to know. I don't want people to judge me. And that's just such a horrible thing. And I I honestly am so mad that I used to even think that way. Um, But, um, the you know, was the way my, you know, my dad passed away would be something, you know, people would ask. And I would either lie or just say I don't want to talk about it, Um, which is horrible. Because, you know, that's part of, you know, working your way past it. Uh, So obviously my dad, uh, for those who know, which probably most people who are listening to this podcast right now uh, or will listen to this podcast, uh, know it committed uh, suicide, which is obviously a hard thing to talk about, Uh, is obviously, you know, he was going through something that... I think no one but him can understand. Um, but something in me had to find forgiveness. And what I mean by that is it, this is something I've heard and something I've read and you know some different people have talked about it. 
I saw a guy talk about, um, I think it was an uncle or a brother or something who committed suicide. Um, that is, you know, on, on them, on the person who did it. You know, that's the only person in control of that situation, really. Um, you know, does could one moment have stopped it? You could say probably, maybe. Um, but I think, you know, there's nothing to blame. It wasn't a drunk driver, car accident. It wasn't, you know, whatever the, you know, whatever scenario you want to throw out there. It wasn't cancer. It wasn't any of that stuff, which is just as horrible. Um, but this is a self-inflicted thing. And so I think something that took me so long to get to, and I would say probably it was just probably within the last year, um, I really sat and I really had to say to myself, you know, I forgive him. Because really when you think about it, you know, he left. That, that's kind of basically what it was. And... I never thought about it before and this was something that I was so scared to even talk about with anybody and I really just want to share it because I don't think anybody would necessarily think of it in this way. I really don't. Um, And I'm glad to say that it's forgiven because I, I there's no reason for me to hold on to it. I, I can't, you know, you can't say anything about it. I think... There's no doubt in my mind he loved every single one of his family members and the people he left behind. Um, Unfortunately, he was going through something that we'll never know. This is a, this is a, you know, a problem in our country right now is it's extremely hard to get help. And it hasn't gotten any better since back then when that happened to now. You know, I'll say it. Right now, it's something I haven't talked about. A lot of people know, uh, and a lot of people don't know. Um, But I've gotten that low. I've felt that feeling of emptiness and nothingness and feeling like, you know, would would it really matter if I I was or wasn't here? Uh, And that's something that... You know, that feeling is so strong that it's it's scary in a way. But I think at the same point, because of what happened with my dad and just overall, like, actually maybe, you know, doing research about it and all that kind of stuff, I think that's part of many reasons why that was a path I did not choose. And it's, you know, since the two instances where I've had that feeling I've never had it again and I think it's because I've continued to process my grief with my dad I've continued to process other things that have happened to me uh, throughout my life uh, and I'm getting to a point now where I can't say I'm, I'm trying to not let things bother me but I'm trying to look at them in a good way I'm just trying to look at the positive. Because the thing is, is negatives happen. You got to learn from those negatives. Learn from those negatives. You know, if if nothing but positive happens to you, A, you're not going to learn how to deal with any type of trauma and the smallest inconvenience to you 
is going to really, really affect you. I think, you know, we wouldn't know what a bad day is, or we wouldn't know what a good day is without a bad day. If that makes sense to anybody. You wouldn't know what a good day is without a bad day. And I think, you know, I wouldn't be exactly where I am today without what happened. Would I change it? Of course I would. Of course I would. Without a question, without hesitation. If you could tell me right now that nothing else would change except for that, I would change it a hundred times out of a hundred times. I mean, there's there's no one on earth, I don't think, that wouldn't answer the question the same way. If nothing else changes but you get this one person back, would you do it? Of course. But we don't know. You know, this is something, you know, and whether you're religious or not, there's, I feel like there's definitely a plan in place. These things happen. These things have to happen, unfortunately. And it builds character. And it morphs us into the individuals we will eventually become or have become. And I think, you know, I'm very happy right now with where I'm at in life. Do I have bad days? Sure. Do I have days where maybe I'm thinking about it a lot, as uh, it being my dad a lot, and it maybe does start to affect me? Yes. But now I have the ability to catch myself spiraling down or try to catch myself spiraling down and and just look at the positive because there's a ton of positives, a ton of positives. I have good memories with my dad. I can just think of those, and they'll make me happy. I can think of any positive to make you happy. If you just focus on the negative, just focus on that one thing that happened, what what good's that doing you or anybody else around you? Now, it's easier said than done. It's not going to happen right away, but it can happen. It can happen. And I would love, absolutely love to get anybody on this podcast to talk about this exact thing. Dealing with loss, I I would love to hear, (coughs) excuse me, different opinions people have. Maybe ways, I would love to hear the ways maybe you feel is right to deal with loss. I think the best thing to do is A, deal with grief in your own way. Don't let anybody tell you how to grieve. Just don't. Because every single person is going to grieve and go through that process differently. It's just how it works. It's how we it's how we as human beings are built. Everybody's going to deal with it differently. So don't let anybody tell you how to grieve. But try and figure out your process. You know, you're going to have that sadness, that depression at first. But then how do you get out of that? How do you get to the point where talking about it no longer bothers you? Where you can look at pictures and only remember the memories within those pictures. Or watch a home video if you have them. Or, you know, whatever the case may be, to where it's not affecting, maybe not your day-to-day life, but it's not affecting your life in a negative way. Uh, And I know it sounds like that's impossible, for a death or, you know, loss of that magnitude or of any loss. 
cannot be a negative, but it can be. It definitely, definitely can be. Um, you know, and like I said, it's not forgetting them. And I think that's where the confusion ends up in when you're dealing with grief and when you're trying to move past a loss like that is, you know, the feeling I had at first when I really started, you know, having these feelings of, you know, I, I think I can finally move on and do all that. When you get to that point and you're thinking, okay, I can, you know, I can move on and I can be happy about, you know, the memories I did get to have and it, it's not affecting me to talk about it or just, you know, look at pictures, watch videos, all that kind of stuff. And you almost get to the point where you feel bad about it because you're like, wait, no, like now, you know, I'm forgetting them. You're not forgetting them. You're remembering them. But positively, you know, don't remember them. And just I feel like people just focus on the, the, the loss part, the fact that they're gone. Don't focus on that. Focus on the memories you got to share with them because those were gifts. Those were gifts. Some people don't get that. You know what I mean? Some people don't get that. Some people lose people before they even really get to know them. Before they really get to see who they are and what they are. And I think, you know, I think something that is something I need to do more just because of how young I was and not having that many memories, you know, going to the people that did have those memories. Going to the people that you know, grew up with them, like my aunt and uncles and stuff like that. Going to people like his mom, my grandma, who's still alive, going to those people and and discussing it, talking about it, learning about them and maybe things I didn't know. Um, Whether it, you know, gets me teary-eyed, makes me cry, anything like that, you know, it's not necessarily going to be sad tears. It's going to be happy tears. I'm learning things about them, and I think that can be such a positive thing in the grieving process and just in, you know, dealing with it just to continue to move forward. I think we, we as human beings obviously just want it to happen right now. And something like this just doesn't happen immediately. It's something that takes time. And I think, you know, push your, push yourself to make those you know, take those steps. Push yourself to take those steps. Start talking to people. You know, my, you know, I would love to, you know, me and my sister Samantha definitely have talked about a lot of different things about it. Uh, you know, me and Sabrina have talked a little bit and I've talked with my aunt and a couple of other people about it. Um, but hearing things and learning things that I didn't know helped me and continue to help me. Um, and it's really formed even more of a, a bond that maybe I didn't, you know, I didn't get to have. Uh, you can still bond with someone who's gone when you, cause you can, I can still learn new things about them. And that's, I think that's something that's so, it, it's insane. It really is because even though he's gone, there's so much I didn't know. And learning it helps me bond with him, even though he's not there anymore. So it's definitely something, and I mean, I, I had, when I was speaking with a therapist about it, and, you know, he kind of said that to me, was like, when you talk about it and when you learn about it, it's going to continue to help you grieve and move on and then get to the point where you can, you know, still 
get some sense of, like I said, some sense of like a bond with him despite him not being here. And I think that's so powerful to even think, you know, some people don't get that because they they knew him from the start or they, you know, so I think that's another thing. It's going to be different for everyone, mainly because everyone had a different relationship with him. You know, to me, I lost a father. And while that's hard to my grandma, she lost a son. That's a completely different feeling and emotion. To my aunts and uncles, they lost a brother. You know? So I think another thing we have to do is, you know, when I'm talking to my sisters, we can relate because that was it was all our dads. So that we had the same loss. They my grandparents you know, my aunts and uncles, they did not have the same loss that we had. Despite it being the same person, it wasn't the same because, you know, that that was their brother, their son. It's different. You know, I think of, you know, the best way I can try to relate to them is, you know, I can't imagine losing either one of my sisters, especially at the age of what my dad was at, at that time. I, c- I couldn't imagine that. And it's hard. It really is. But I think, you know, once you start getting to the point where it can be talked about and it can be discussed amongst yourselves and amongst, you know, the people that knew him, it, it really, it really then becomes a benefit to everyone. And I think that's huge. Um, I'm, you know, obviously thinking about him an extra amount today. Uh, it is still insane to me that it's been this long. I mean, 12 years is a is a long time, a very long time. Um, but I uh, just want to reiterate, if, you know, if you have those you have something of that nature that you would like to talk about and you are close to me you know me personally let me know uh, if you want something talked about on this podcast about it uh, I'm, I'm you know like I said I'm open to talk about anything I really am uh, I'd love to get some people on here with me um, have a back and forth talk about these things I want to hear other people's opinions I want to know you know what they think about it um and, you know, yeah, that's it. I mean, I just, I want to, I want to engage with not only the people that listen to my podcast, not only with my family members um, and my friends and all that kind of stuff. I just, it's not that I just want to talk about it and be done with it. I think it, it needs to be a continuous thing, you know, not say you got to talk about it all the time, but, you know in the right time, right place, all that kind of stuff, talk about it. I mean, it's it's huge. Uh, when I was talking to my grandma about, you know, having my first baby, and she said, you know, that my dad would be proud of me. That's, that's something that I think a few years ago would have, you know, I would have felt such sadness, but all I could feel was happiness because, you know, obviously that's a wonder I think I'll always have. Is is he proud of me? 
Um, but I think when I start looking at myself, I think, yeah, hell yeah, he definitely is. Um, you know, is there stuff I could do better? Yeah, there's stuff we all could do better. We all mess up. You know, we all take steps back. Uh, but that's okay. And I think that's another thing we're struggling with right now is if we have a minor setback or, you know, one thing doesn't go our way, it, it becomes so much bigger than it necessarily needs to be. We, we mess up, people. It's part of our nature. Best thing to do is learn from it. Um, you know, it can be something as small as doing something completely stupid and learning from it and saying, I'm never doing that again, to something as serious as losing somebody and learning from it and becoming, you know, it's going to be a part of who you grow to be as a person. Um, so I, I'm so, so open to talking about it with anybody. Uh, if you want to reach me, you know, obviously if you know me personally, just text, call, anything like that. Um, if you want to email the podcast, you can email the podcast at the Jacob Steinke show, uh, at gmail.com. Uh, again, that's, uh, the Jacob Steinke show at, g- at gmail.com. I hope, uh, that whoever does listen to this episode gets something out of it. Uh, this was just kind of me, I guess, mindlessly rambling about <laughs> different things. Um, and I hope that, some of you hear this and maybe want to come here and engage with me uh, and talk with me about you know some of these topics and we can talk about some of these topics that get as serious as this or we can you know talk about movies and music I mean it does it really doesn't matter um, but I think having that nice mixture of the not so serious and the very serious topics uh, is key um, so if you listen to this episode, uh, I appreciate the listen. Um, I would appreciate uh, a follow, uh, share it with anybody. Uh, I would also, you know, check out uh, the What the Buck podcast. Uh, it's a podcast I do all about the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, or you can check out the Sibling Saturday podcast. And Satur- uh, we'll be recording that and posting that, obviously, uh, this upcoming Saturday uh, with my sister Sabrina. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, this was a very, obviously, very serious podcast. Hopefully, maybe the next one uh, I do, um, maybe I'll, I'll I'll keep it a little lighter for you guys. Uh, but I hope you get something out of it. Um, if you listen to it and you want to talk to me about stuff, something, uh, don't hesitate. You know, I'm, I'm always open to talk. And hopefully, uh, maybe one or two of you uh, would love to, to come on here with me and discuss it because... It's, it's such a great outlet. It really is. Um, and it's definitely helped me a lot. Uh, so I hope even just me talking about it uh, can help you as well. Um, so thank, thank you guys for listening, and everybody have a great night.